Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Raw Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Sidgwick from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Money Now Row. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review Monday Night Raw, but also Brand Night Breakdown, NXT 2.0, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay per views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a big quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, they're joined by Cedric to look ahead to Raw tonight, a show where they've actually advertised several things, which is a rarity. Have they? I must... Did he slack me these? Yes. I've got a problem with my notifications at the minute. Ah, well, there's actually three things already advertised. Three? I know. One an hour. <laughs> one per hour. And one of them's not even. Are there three Iron Man matches? <laughs> well, thankfully, they don't think that. Well, then could we actually another countdown to Cody? Because he's in action tonight. Uh, we've got to hear from Becky Lynch as well after the main event of last week's show. You and I will have to talk about the elephant in the room in a bit regarding Sasha Banks and Naomi and what on earth they're going to do with those tag team titles. Again? Uh, yeah, sadly. Well, but I should, I should announce five things, and I wouldn't have to talk about it again. Indeed, uh, I'll make it. I'll make it interesting. Yeah, let's let's start by talking about Bobby Lashley's Almighty Challenge that he's got to set for uh, almost tonight. This after we correctly predicted the result of last week's steel cage match, of course. Well, you didn't. There's no way you did take that victory. Lap. Okay. It's either going to be the ring collapse or the, yeah. or the same Valentine's oh, Day massacre finish, one of the I two. I didn't think it was going to be almost walking out of the door. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, the almighty challenge. I'm really hoping this is another of the like obstacle course things that he's done before. Is there any WWE copy on .cam? On .cam? Yes, there is indeed. One so let's, let's, uh, let's, let's listen to that. Okay, uh, here we go. Monday Night Raw. Bobby Lashley has an almighty challenge for almost... Despite being launched through the side of the steel cage, Bobby Lashley walked away victorious in his cage match against the Nigerian giant Omos. Now the Almighty steps back into the ring with a special challenge for Omos and the double-crossing MVP. Is it a wrist lock? (laughs) What does Lashley have in store for the... And then some alliteration, if you want to have a guess at that as well. What does Lashley have in store for the... Oh, give us a letter as a clue. D. It's not just describing Omos. Destructive duo. In one. Yes. D. 
destructive duo. What does Lashley have in store for the destructive duo there? Down there. Down where? Down here! Hey. Um, God, that's sort of impressive and also slightly depressing that you oh, can yeah, get there. Yeah, everything's depressing. Um, but yeah, I hope it's like... That really did genuinely help uh, Bobby Lashley get over before, didn't it? When he did, was it Sammy Zane who got into the obstacle course? Yeah, I didn't get. A, I don't think it got him over. Wellborn, I think we loved it. Yes, I should subjectively. <laughs> oh, it's class. Bobby Lashley, like showing why he's such an absolute freakish athlete, yeah. is awesome. More people. You know what's funny, right? Is that. You should accentuate the strengths of the performers and make people amazed at the things that they can do when you can't. He'll never catch on. This isn't my take, right? But um, someone suggested that when they do the Olympics, right, it's impressive enough watching the 100-meter sprint. Yes. Right? You'd have to be an idiot. You know, like these anti-AEW fans <laughs> who can't infer things. Imagine watching the 100-meter sprint and going, eh, not that fast. That you can infer how fast they are going and that, better. and that they are faster than you. You know why? Because it looks like they're running really fast. Someone had an idea, right? What what they should do is like not get like a proper unit who's like demonstrably, invisibly, incredibly unhealthy to, you know, not say a nasty word. Yeah. They should get an average Joe Schlub in his like late thirties who's not unfit, but doesn't really care about fitness. Like, the most average human being. Yeah. They might go for a walk. Like, they might even go for a run. For Occasionally play weeks. a bit of five-a-side. Yes, exactly. So, they might go for a walk, bit of five-a-side, and have them on, like, a separate track. Yes. Try and run at the same pace as the 100-meter sprint. Like, the abs- just to see, literally, how fast these people are. Did you ever see that thing? I think this was an Olympics. It might have been like a world championships where for some reason, something similar to this happened. So they had all the lads lining up for the heats of the 100 meters to like qualify for the semis and the final, what have you. And I think it was to do with like, they had to have a, a representative from this country take part and whoever was going to do it either like pissed hot or like got injured or whatever. And they got a shot putter to run it. I'll dig out the clip yeah, later because yeah, yeah. that's exactly what you're talking about. And you were like, "It's that is like, oh, that's what I'd look like running yeah. not Usain Bolt flying off in nine seconds or whatever." That was a tangent because this show is mostly too boring to preview <laughs> in earnest. But seriously, accentuating strengths of a performer might actually really get them over. And there's no, I was going to say, there's no doubt about Lashley, but he's a babyface now, so there's significant doubt. There is significant doubt over his ability to get over and stay over. Um, Post hurt business, sorry, hurt business were rubbish. Post hurt business, Lashley as WWE champion was pretty goddamn awesome. Yeah. Um, as a heel, I think he connected with people. As a baby face, he's already doing arm wrestling and he's already trying to bloody work from underneath against a moss. He's already like celebrating victories where he hasn't really won, but he hasn't lost either, so might as well celebrate. So there is a Kind of a need at this point to get Lashley over again. Because he doesn't really generate that much noise in buildings. The cage match is over enough, but he's not as hot as he was, is what I'm trying to say. Having him with that beautiful body. Oh. Like, you know what? What's the most impressive, like, athletic feat that you see generally? That you kind of do yourself. Like, hand, what do you call it? Hand pulls? Yeah, chin-ups. Chin-ups? How do you do that? Yes. I don't know. 
I remember doing that once as a gym induction. He was like, see how many chin-ups you can do? And I was like, I can answer that question for you right yeah. now. Zero. Zero. Going up a rope? Yeah. How do people do that? You do that at the end of that stone cold competition thing. It's like you've yeah. all these like, now just now you broken skull ranch. Well, you pull your entire weight up on a rope. What? The rope one. If I want to see them both, both go up a rope, I like that. I like that as well because I was going to suggest with like the monkey bars or whatever. Almost his feet are probably touched the floor, so he just walks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I had an idea. I had a pitch for this because it's this is going to be more about our reactions to it tomorrow than what we can effectively preview. I don't think we're going to quite get it on on the nose as we did last week. But what if they do feats of strength? So I don't know. Uh, can you lift this weight? Can you pull a bus or whatever they used to do with Mark Henry stuff like that? Right? Just, just buy a bus. Why not? Will yeah. one? Yeah. Cody can bring his. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Um, but I think at the end they're like. It's like, oh, wait a second, they're tied, but MVP's like, I've got one more competition for you. You have to get a person uh, that I select, or you have, almost and Lashley have to get the nearest person that stood to them and throw them down the ramp as far as they can. It's like cushioned somewhat, yeah. but uh, they're not going to take him on, on AEW, so we'll have him here. Colin Delaney's there for almost to throw because he's just thin and small and just... Whoosh, off he goes, and almost is like, ha, 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 you know, I've won this. Who's uh, who's Bobby Lashley going to throw? It's Gary the Goat Garbert! <laughs> and he just sends him flying out of the arena because Lashley has to win. I want to see more of this. And then then almost can, I don't know, get angry and hit him or something because this feud must continue. I'm not suggesting for a second that Omos might not have a particularly bright future in professional wrestling. This is by far the most animated we've ever been about previewing (laughs) a chapter about the rivalry, and he's not wrestling. Yeah, when he's not got AJ Styles in his corner, we've not exactly been like, can't wait to get to the Omos section. I like them in the tag. That's the only thing you can bloody do. God, God, he seems like such a nice, timid, like really sort of just sound fella. Which doesn't make me want to see him smash people's skulls in. Also, to circle back to the 100-meter thing that we were talking about, which is obviously more important here, yeah. I found the thing. It was from Daegu in 2011, which I think means it must have been a world championships. Uh, and a sprinter sprinter from American Samoa said, uh, yeah, I'll have a go at that. He hadn't qualified for the shot put or something and uh, ran it. Ran it in 15 seconds, which is, I think is pretty, you know, nine-something, yeah. nine isn't it, is the world record. But even so, for a shot putter, they've mugged him off because they're like they've shown the photos where people are finishing. And you can't even see him. He's so <laughs> back on the track. Worst of all, uh, he got a PB. Uh, the teenager looks disappointed, but told French television his dream had come true. Do you know what the nickname they gave him? Name was Trevor. Uh, Trevor Tuvalu, I think it was. Right. Okay. Oh. Trevor the Tortoise. I mean, <laughs> they've got a double whammy here because he's called Trevor the Tortoise, the Samoan Sprinter. So he'll probably be booked on Raw next yeah, week yeah, at this yeah, rate. Yeah. Uh, now, also advertised for tonight's uh, Monday Night Raw is uh, what's been described as Becky Lynch's response to last week's events. Let me get this uh, verbatim how they've written it again. Becky Lynch addresses her number one contender loss to Asuka which was meant to be the sixth woman. So I get to pl- guess the copy again. Well, you can play that if you want. Yeah, absolutely. But it was meant to be in a more. It was meant to be a six-woman match. Then it was just a one-on-one match. Asuka won using the mist. So I, my prediction is tonight, Becky Lynch is going to be furious and say, 
Well, she cheated, even though she was going to twat ask with her own umbrella. Becky Lynch's inspirational rise back to the Raw Women's Championship took a major detour last week when Asuka surprised big-time Bex by spraying green mist in her face and rolling her up for the pin to earn a title opportunity against Bianca Belair at Hell in a Cell. Right. But what's the sentence that subsequently says, how will Lynch respond? I'll give you that. How will Lynch respond? How will Lynch respond to this inky injustice? Oh, I like that. That that was probably their other option. How will Lynch respond after having her title hopes go up in mist, not smoke? What the hell is that? <laughs> go up in mist. You know that famous phrase? Oh, it's all gone up in mist. I've got an idea for this to make it very good because it's my idea. So automatically, it's good. Right. You're Becky Lynch. Couldn't the promo backstage? Right? Okay. <laughs> I can picture it. Yeah. With. Uh, oh, uh, um, uh, Megan. Uh, oh, Kevin Patrick. Becky Lynch. This would be great heel work, this, right? What did she, sh- what did she attempt to hit Asuka with? An umbrella. Right? What if. When Adam, what if she says, Asuka cheated to win, therefore it should be a triple threat. Mm-hmm. Adam Pierce or... Um, Kevin Patrick. In turn, says, well, hold just a minute, big time Bex. Because yeah, you have to talk to people like that. You were threatening to hit Asuka with a foreign object. She just defended herself. What if Becky Lynch says... I anticipated her misting me in the face. I only had the umbrella because I was going to put it up to get the mist on the umbrella and not my face. But she got there before I could. She's a menace. She's a danger. I knew she was going to mist me because she's an undeserving contender. And it was a conspiracy because Bianca Belair got involved. And it was a conspiracy. I only had the umbrella to defend myself and make the mist go not in my eyes. That's really good. And also gets to what I think we should have. I think it should be a triple threat in another cell. I think Bianca Belair versus Asuka is a huge match which deserves a stadium to witness it. And I know it's, well, they're not, they face each other, but they haven't really because it's not singles action. Fine. Let's have that because I can't afford to see Bianca Belair or Asuka lose before we're, we're halfway through June. Basically. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you're right. And I think. Oh, that's just going to lose, man. Sorry. Oh, eventually. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean. That's going to lose her. The next... No, Becky eats the pin at Hell in a Cell. No. Because then they're like, right, she's definitely lost now. And then they can just run the other ones back and drag that out for three months. No, Asuka's going to lose. Past a bet? Yes. Well, it has to be a triple threat. We'll see if this if this plays out tomorrow. Okay. But Singles it would, match. I it would be double or nothing because you are already oh, owe me yeah. a pasty. Where, where, where is that pasty? Um, you know, Greg's is about... Oh, how many seconds do you think <laughs> it well, takes? To, we're in Gateshead, so, so it's... We're in <laughs> the northeast. You can't move. You can't move without seeing a Greg's, but this one is particularly, especially close. How many seconds do you think it would take you to go to Greg's when you leave your desk? Probably, probably not that many. <laughs> probably like, I reckon I could be there and back in six minutes, for example. Yeah, I reckon, like, and that's including the order time. But the problem, you could get there in forty seconds. <laughs> but the problem is, is I'm trying to be good, I'm trying to be healthy at the moment, and I know if yeah, I well, uh, sorry, does my eating a pasty? <laughs> Does my eating a pasty put weight on your body? How does that work? I have to go to a Greg's, and I I have no self control. Well, when you get some self control, it'll help you in your in your quest. Okay, fair if enough. anything, it's training for your for your quest. Indeed, and it 
you know, means you actually pay your debts like like an honourable man. Uh, speaking of people who are furious, not just yourself and Becky Lynch, Kevin Owens. I thought we'd quickly touch on that. I've had an idea for tonight. Yes. So we've had, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, polygraph test, lie, yep. de- uh, lie detector test thing, and uh, DNA test. So I don't know what, like, I'm thinking tonight that because I just want more screen time for Kevin Owens and Chad Gable, basically. Oh, thank you. Shush. Shush, please. Shush, please. Well, I thought we can incorporate that. Is what's something... I mean, it doesn't really work. I'm fairly certain the storyline isn't Elias is dead. Or maybe he is, or maybe he isn't. I don't know. But what's what's the thing that requires complete silence for you to be able to contact people? Ouija board. Let's have a Ouija board with the boys backstage. That is an absolutely incredible idea. I love this. Another thing that I love, and it's such a contrivance, and this is true of all television, if the one thing that would work goes wrong one week, that can never be done again. <laughs> yes. They should be able, basically, to do a DNA test again, just make sure that Otis doesn't eat <laughs> near the evidence. Like, they should be able to do it again, but like I love how it's like, oh, I went wrong once. There's a million ways to actually do it right. There's no other way to get, get Ezekiel's DNA. I mean, other than, you know, touching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what is the more proof that can have? Contact other members of the family? I really like the idea, yeah, of, of having either... Because like, Kevin Owens mentioned that his family never mentioned that Elias had a brother because they grew up close together now yeah. in storyline. I like the idea of having testimonies, right? Or one week have Elias come out. I know it doesn't really work because he won't have a beard, but... Well, someone on Twitter, and I can't recall who, so I apologize for not putting this person over, suggested that if this company had anything about them whatsoever, that... Before telling him to have a shave, right? Because you don't want the Henry Cavill Superman. Oh my God, it's the worst, yeah. Before telling him, have a shave and turn up to roll. Why am I shaving? You'll find out, dickhead, when you get here, (laughs) just like every other schmuck. Do you understand me, right? What if instead they thought about it for more than two seconds and they said, right, keep your beard, don't change anything about your look at all when you're away. Or in the next few weeks, we've got a plan, but it needs to be... Stay how you are. Uh, come backstage or whether they film certain things like the performance center for yeah, like yeah, the yeah, ma- yeah. moving match graphics and all that promo material goes on the performance center. I want you at the performance center. Start at like nine o'clock on Sunday. I don't know why I'm doing the accent. <laughs> and he can record as Elias with a full beard with the guitar slung around his back and all the old, you know, jeans or whatever that he used to wear. And he can like sit down and say, um, like, have fond memories of my time with my brother, Ezekiel. Yes. And just basically talk about that time together. And then Eli- uh, Ezekiel, obviously they're not the same person, on Raw can say something effective. Look, Kevin, it's, it's been a little bit fun. I mean, the universe, WWE universe, have had a lot of fun at your expense. Um, like, trying to, you know, stoke your paranoia. But ultimately, uh, you know, he is my brother. And someone on the truck and show me on the Tron... And then Elias can say things like, oh, you know, I had a great time growing up with Elias. And just imagine the conniption fit that Kevin Owens can have with, like, someone who looks... Elias, basically, talking about Ezekiel. If they just played the long game on this, that segment could be awesome. Absolutely, yeah. Owens is doing some great work with this. I also like the idea of uh, Ezekiel... uh, The one he did the photo 
And when he's like, oh, here's me and him backstage at a concert. Yeah. It's clearly photoshopped. And Owen's, what if this week he goes, you know, Kevin, I'll listen to what you said. I'll watch the show back because I'm not a fucking idiot. And I'm a wrestler who actually concentrates on his line of work. Um, so I know you said previously that, you know, you don't remember us being brothers as a childhood. Brings out a photo of young Elias slash Ezekiel, doesn't matter. And another child with a full beard. Yeah. Goes, that's Elias. And he's like, well, you can't see his face. He's got beard. So well, that's my brother. He's, he's always looked like that. Just just stupid bollocks yeah. like that. Have some fun with it because they are doing some great stuff with it. That's genuinely amusing. I find it. It's like, you wouldn't, if it was a plot line on It's All Sunny in Philadelphia, you'd think, all right, the show's rubbish now. But, <laughs> but, yeah. for, but for WWE, it is really amusing. <laughs> Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Uh, let's talk Cody Rhodes versus The Miz then. Uh, last week it was confirmed we will get uh, Rhodes Rollins 3 at hell in a cell. Do you think this match may well be ruined by Rollins' interference again? It might get ruined before he turns up. It's already happening now. It's already happening. You'll never be able to remember this as long as you live. Maybe in about 10 years and you watch the, the WrestleMania thing back and it'll all feel weird again. Can you remember when the news was first broken in February, I believe, mm-hmm. that Cody had left and he's going to go to WWE and we were just desperate for it to happen. We were like booking like stupid Stardust teasers mm-hmm. and all the rest of it and how surreal, how surreal the idea was of Cody Rhodes, AEW founding father, being on WWE television. It was irreconcilable. The idea was just impossible, and it was going to be this magic, surreal moment. And in fact, it was when it happened. Throughout that entire anticipation, this crazy, buzzing news cycle, we all kind of said, I know at some point it's going to feel incredibly normal, Mm. and 
you'll wonder how he ever had these conversations. This, we are at that point now. He's already had a match against The Miz on Raw. It ended conclusively. And because it's Raw, he's just going to have another match with The Miz again. He's just going to have <laughs> another match with The Miz again. Because everyone else, every other heel is in like various states of a push. The Miz is good because he can give you 15 guaranteed minutes of stomach that they like. I don't particularly think it's great. But it's something that they really like. And it can get noisy. And you'll never get hurt unless he's trying to catch you. Um, and that's what's happening. And he's already faced Seth twice. Now he's having his second Miz match. And it's very, very normal at this point for me. He's still a star. I'm not denying the fact that he's a star. And I wish the very best for Cody. I think mm. he's he's made professional wrestling exponentially more interesting than it has been this entire century. Hardly any of this new buzz about the industry comes without him. At the same time, this is getting pretty normal and boring pretty damn quick. I mean, Aaron, are you buzzing? Are you buzzing? You're more, you're more, you're more generous to me. Are you, are you buzzing about Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes versus The Miz tonight? No. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but I, I I will say, like, I've it should liked, be I've liked what they've done with it in terms of, obviously, his two matches with Rollins on premium live events have been sensational matches of the night, yeah. arguably both times. Um, and... I do like the story. Like, I liked what they did with him in theory of him being like, oh, I want to win the United States Championship and you're just getting ruined by Seth because Seth doesn't want him to have a nice time. Good. I quite like that. I, I liked it arguably more than more than most there. I I'm just thinking there about whether or not they're going to factor in all those other storylines because what was they had, they had the Miz involved in last week? Wasn't it the Miz theory and like Mustafa Ali and Veer Mahan and all that? Yeah, it's quite a dovetailed. So maybe there'll be some schmoz and eventually we get a... Let's say a Miz... Theory and who's the other one? Oh yeah, Veer Mahan versus Cody and the Mysterios. Cody and the Mysterios, or Cody and Mus- Mustafa Ali and Ray, for example. Well, look, I've got it. It's an eight-man tag. Cody, the Mysterios, and Mustafa Ali versus Miz, Veer Mahan, Austin Theory, and Tommaso Ciampa who had been blindsiding yeah. Mustafa Ali a few weeks ago. I still remember that. <laughs> so Cody versus Miz starts the show. Then you get a countdown to Cody again, because he's the only star we've got. <laughs> yeah, because Roman ain't showing up tonight, is he? Let's yeah, no, he's on SmackDown, mate. So why would he? Good point. Um, you mentioned Champa there. Uh, he's been linked with the Judgment Day, of course. And now we have a fully-fledged Bullet Club to take them on. AJ Styles, Finn Balor, and now Liv Morgan. Yeah, that's three on three. On, yeah, three on three. That's tonight. No, but do, you, right, think, okay. do you think that's the Mine direction that they're heading in? Oh, because I've got a game to come. Uh, do you think we uh, are heading in that direction eventually? Maybe even at the pit. Maybe at the pit. Uh, greatly. I'd like to see Edge not work a singles match on my uh, Sunday nights because they are criminally boring and they think they are much better than they are and it's getting very tedious. You know what's going to happen tonight, don't you? No, you're not going to believe this. What's this? Edge is going to come out and restate what the um, Judgment Day is all about. That's all he does. <laughs> yes, in his chair. It's like all Edge does every single week. You know the, the supervillain master plan trope in film where the supervillain spends too long blabbing about what they Austin want to theory, do. It, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Austin Theory, Austin, Austin Powers. Powers. Where they spend too long Shagadelic, blabbing. Shagadelic, baby. Yeah, that's Austin Theory doing Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> they spend too long blabbing about what it is they intend to do that they can't actually carry it out because it's been too long, blab, and it's been foiled. Uh, that's what Edge does. The mm. supervillain plan. Every single... What, what, this is what, what, this is what, I'm, this is what I'm about. That's what I'm like me. 
You ever met like people in the pub and like got such a massive inflated sense of their own self importance? Don't say anything about that because it might be hypocritical. <laughs> and they say, I'm all about this, me, and this is what I think it should be. And it's like, shut up, man. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. That's what that's edge. I've met like friends' dads who are a bit like that. Just won't stop talking about how they view the world mm. and what they're about. And I don't care. If I was in charge. You watch football because that's, some, that's something we've got in yeah. common, you know? I, that's what my, an instant out I go to when someone's like that. I, go, I very much go to the Michael Scott, even though I, you know, you, you know my love for football. But, like, if someone goes on one of those tangents, I'm like, tell you what I'd do if I was in charge. Oh, I don't want to know what you'd do if you were in charge. You know <laughs> I mean? So I'll, say, I'll, I'll go full Michael Scott. I'll go, see the game at the weekend? He goes, which game? Any. Any. <laughs> Any game. I'll take anything right now, to be honest, mate. And we'll come back to the judgment day. Why? Because we've got the game. All right. Because okay. I want to cheer you up because now we have to talk a little bit about the women's tag titles. We were just looking there before we started at the www.com roster page. And there you've got you know, WWE champion, Roman Reigns. Universal champion, Roman Reigns. Raw tag team champions, the Usos. SmackDown tag team champions, the, the Usos. Usos. <laughs> Women's tag team title holders, vacant. Vacant. Now, this was it less, it's less than a week since this went down. It's literally you know, a week to night yeah. since this it's whole thing happened. Yeah. That's flown They've been suspended. That was announced on SmackDown. I wish my life away. There is a supposedly going to be a tournament. and That's ambitious, like. Like, a tournament to me, as a bare minimum, says eight. That's an eight. Eight person, an eight team or person. Yeah. To, that's a minimum. You can't just go. No tournament starts at the semifinals that, that I respect. Okay, but they might even get to the semis here because I think there's only two tag teams. Well, this is what I'm trying to say. Who is there? And that one's a team that we don't even know is officially a team yet. Are they? You Drap and Nikki ASH haven't been like, we're a tag team now. Yeah. It's just been like, I'll tag with you to see how good you are. And Nikki ASH is crap because she keeps getting... Get stressed. serious. Yeah, exactly. And I might tag with you to get serious. And Natalia and Shayna Baszler are losers. They literally just lost. And they're both heels. Both heels. Both yeah. teams are heels. Is there anyone else that you can think of? I don't know, but shut about that for a minute. Okay. I've got a funny analogy. Okay, right? go for it. Imagine, if you will, the FA Cup. I will. Right. I'm talking a lot of football analogies today about wrestling. Isn't talking ex- exclusively in football analogies a pretty stupid thing to do? Yes, it is, <laughs> but I will do it regardless for the purposes of a joke. Imagine, right, it's the FA Cup. Um, to any people who listen who don't follow football or don't follow it in uh, Britain, the FA Cup is an absolutely wonderful institution that the big stupid dickhead money clubs have tried to bastardise in recent years, but I think a lot of people still hold an affection for it. It's then during... Um, Magic. It's the most prestigious club football um, cup competition in England, arguably Europe as well. Yeah, I'd say so. Because of the, the amazing um, story that you could potentially take. And these little tiny minnow clubs still take great journeys every year. I went to Stamford Bridge this season, baby. Absolutely. We absolutely. lost 5-1, yeah, no, i got still. to go. So as long as you are a recognised associated football club by the Football Association, whether you get like what? 300 fans in a stand. Mm-hmm. If you win all the games, you could go to Wembley Stadium, which is like 90,000, and win the FA Cup. Yeah. If you win all of your games. It's not going to happen because you've got no money to spend. <laughs> um, every other, every player in your squad has got like a full-time job. It's a posty. Yeah. But every club that is a professional or semi-professional football club. Yeah, you, there's like early rounds, isn't there? They're starting like flipping August. Yeah. Uh, like earlier than that, July. Yeah. It's just like the, the pre-qualifying, basically. So, like, no matter what provincial town 
you're in. Yeah. Your team could be in the FA Cup final. It never happened. You get like lower proper division teams going to the semis, and it's great. But regardless, Chesterfield 997. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What division were they in at the time? Uh, we were division. Uh, we were division two, which is now League One. All right, in the semis. In the semis, that's pretty good. It was between us and Wrexham in the quarterfinals to see the first team ever from uh, Division Two to make it to the semi-finals of the FA Cup. Yeah, 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 get in. Have that of you. Now imagine Wilborn, right? The FA Cup, this incredible tradition of a tournament. It's wonderful competition. And the best thing is as well, it's like it's so unpredictable because after each round is finished, they draw balls from a Royal Rumble style tumbler. Yes. And they get them out. So it's not like this deadening thing where you know the brackets and like you know in wrestling tournaments where it's like obviously he's gonna beat him. Yeah, and yeah. he's pretty much gonna beat him. It's completely I'd love to see wrestling do this. Wrestling should do this. Mm. After the end of each round, you've got like so you get like the last sixteen, and you've got like Gates said somehow get the last sixteen, <laughs> and still in the pot is Newcastle, and it's like that's a derby that can't ever happen. Yeah, but it maybe can because of the magic of the cup. Now imagine Wilborn, right? The FA Cup is just uh, you get two tumblers, and you only get one chance because there's literally only two teams in the in the in, <laughs> in England, right? And you and you go right, okay. Um, it's Manchester City again uh, <laughs> versus Liverpool, right? Okay, uh, that's the FA Cup final. Oh, because you know, let's think. Where would who would these teams be? Shayna Baszler, Natalia, Alexa Bliss, and uh, Nicky Ash. So it's like, right? Okay, you've got. Uh, there's only two teams. You know who it is, <laughs> but we'll go through the ceremony. Through the it's tradition. Put it through the tumbler. You know, it's my well. <laughs> So, you know, you know, you know, guys, it's the same two teams, but there's a sense of ceremony, so you've got to pretend it's a tournament. Imagine the nation's just completely hating the lies because there's only two football teams. Um, it's Tramia Rovers versus uh, Sheffield United. It's the same <laughs> It's the same one every time. Sorry, guys, there's only two teams. There's literally only two teams. And it's a neutral venue. So. They're not, yeah, they're not really main eventers either, and uh, they're not really the glamorous fixtures. We can only work with these two teams. <laughs> Why would you do that tournament? Why would you have a women's division? Do you know, I've got an idea uh, for another team to enter this. Actually, let me get some. Let me get this, something to demonstrate this to you better, actually. Um, well, you're looking for that. I'm trying to fill time, right? Nikki ASH and Dujrep, not really a tag team. Uh, Shayna Baszler and Natalia, kind of terminal losers who never really win anything. Um, Carmella was, was Queen Zelina. When was the last time Queen Zelina was on telly? I haven't seen her in ages. No, Carmella's busy with 24-7 bollocks now, if you're not... If you're yeah, not. so they're, they're out the goddamn picture. They might get reunited. I was thinking maybe we could get whatever... Like Liv Cat- Morgan, Rhea Ripley, no longer a team. Casey Catanzaro and Kane Carter from NXT, bringing them up. Oh, that's not called this. Katana Chance. Katana Chance. So you're telling me there's a chance? That's a catchphrase. That's just should come out. So you're telling me there's a chance. And it's uh, Natalia and Shayna Baszler beating her in like three minutes. But picture, picture this, the team that I'm now picking, I'm pinning my hopes on, to enter the competition and win the whole thing and be crowned the new women's tag team champions and just put them in that mud just a little bit more. It is, of course, Alexa Bliss and... Because why not just ruin everything? The world's on fire now, so... Looking like pair up random women? 
There's hardly any bloody women left, mate. I told you this the other day. When we were looking at potential opponents for Ronda Rousey, yeah. we got Zia Lee, and that's it. Shotzi and Zia Lee could be a team because they're both baddies. Yeah. Or Zia Lee, uh, sorry, Shotzi and Aaliyah because we've seen them on screen once. Yeah, we're tired of being screwed by... Um, who screwed them? Raquel <laughs> Rodriguez? Yes. Let's band together and win this tournament. That's three teams. Toxic Attraction? They're the, ch- they're the champs. Are they already the champs? Um, no, she's too good for it. No. Oh, I'm, I'm struggling here, mate. <laughs> You're right. Quite silly. Sarah Schreiber. Sarah Schreiber and Megan Moran. <laughs> Just uh, the, the commentary to the uh, interview team. They might, they might genuinely promote from NXT. Sonia Deville and Tamina. Just looked at it. I've li- honestly, mate, I've literally just looked at it. It's either that or Sonya Deville and T-Bar, and I don't think, I don't think yeah. they really go for that one. By the way, uh, just before we wrap up and play our little game, what one word did they use in the Cody Rhodes, The Miz write-up? Before Cody Rhodes steps inside Hell in a Cell, he would look to build blank for the premium Momentum. line. Yes, of course. Guess the copy. I think there should be a new game going forward. Guess the copy's a good game. Is there any more copy? That's it. We've done all of them for this week. Uh, but we'll bring it back on... Maybe not for NXT, because that's too much fun. SmackDown. We'll bring it back for the SmackDown preview. Yes, absolutely. And uh, and future Raw previews. Cause Raw's a three-hour show, and we already do the five-star review review. So this is pointless to do on Raw, because it doesn't need to be any longer than it already is. <laughs> but do you ever read the... Um, the way they write up. The way they write oh, the, the photo galleries and the matches. When I first started, I would try and take notes from stuff like that. Like, what happened again? And I was like, sorry, this is so complicated <laughs> yeah. and convoluted. It's the most ridiculous thing I'm ever going to do. Enjoy... Jaw-dropping pictures from this bone-crunching collision. I don't know why it's Wade Barrett. I don't know. Bloody hell, Vic. My bone's been crunched watching this. <laughs> By that, I mean, I mean, f- aggressively jacking it off. Some, you know, birds. <laughs> I don't know. It's the end of the day. Yeah, we don't know. In the answer to my own question, what happens with the Moon's tag titles? Um, give them back to Naomi and Sasha and, and book them better? If they even want them at this point, which exactly. I don't think they do. No. I love that. I talked to Andy about this this morning. And WB like, right, that's it. We're going to bury you on television, even though everyone knows that it's just Michael Cole or Corey Graves or whoever it may be parroting Vince's words that's being yelled in his ear. And they're like, ha-ha, and check this out for a punishment. Suspended. And then it cuts cut to Sasha Banks, I think, with like Steve Aoki, just at a gig, being like, yeah! Yes. What, a, what a punishment this is. I love that. You've been suspended. It's like 17 years old. Chatting with your mates, like, how's it going with that last year? Talking to one of them, I said, Messenger, oh, I finished her. Huh? You really didn't? No, 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 I finished her, I finished her. But you were going to put her in the main event of uh, Hell in a Cell, <laughs> in the women's title match at Hell in a Cell. Oh, I finished her. No, no, it's just, uh, I just get a bit clingy. So. <laughs> no, no, I, just, I just finished her. I, I feel like I'm getting into somebody else. She broke up with you, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's it's definitely it what it is. Yeah, definitely what it is. Definitely what it is. Um, so I thought, with us talking about the Judgment Day, we could uh, add another member. Seeing as Edge has been stoking some uh, conversations online by just posting pictures of people Tommaso. who are not going to be in the stadium. Well, yeah, he posted a picture of Tommaso Champa, and people were like, hmm. And then he was like, what if Corey Graves is in there? And we we're like, no. <laughs> what if um, you had that original idea in your head, and Seth Rollins did this better before the Cody match at WrestleMania? Like when, because when he put like pictures of the Undertaker like, and like Austin, the they were like, you know what? We can fix this stable. Hardland. There we go. Give on Wagner. Did you hear the crack about Hardland? No. Apparently. Edge, by the way, great judge of talent. In addition to being great at everything else in 2022, Jesus Christ. Um, 
obviously wanted Top Dollar to be the host of Raw Underground, which to be fair, better than him wrestling. But apparently he wanted Harland and they went, I know we found something out about him, so we had to get rid of him. Oh. That's according to the Observer, not the uh, words of me, but I thought it was an incidental point to make. Yeah. So um, I'm scrolling through. Would you like, uh, I'll tell you what, I'll give you an option. Would you like WWE or WCW alumni? WWE. Okay, right. So I'm scrolling through <laughs> this page, um, and uh, these are all uh, alumni from WWE. When you're ready, tell me to stop and give me a number between one and four. And this will be the newest member of the Judgment Day revealed on Monday Night Raw. Stop. Wow, you have got some some choice ones here. Three. I'm not even going to read it out. I'm just going to turn it round. You can tell me. Remember, three. The newest member of the Judgment Day, Michael Sidgwick, is Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> You were in between Giant Gonzalez or the Gobbledygooker. Well, you know the thing about Gilbert is... What's that? He'd be a perfect um, fit for the Judgment Day stable. It's something in the late 90s that was a, a facsimile of something that was actually great, which is very similar to what Edge is doing because he is himself a facsimile of himself, who used to be great. Mm. So Gilbert can join it. No bosh. The hero was indeed bald, and he wore black tights. This is the write-up from WWE.com. And he had the same mannerisms and growl of a certain former WCW world champion. But his neck was, let's just say, less than massive, and had more of a pencil neck geek aura. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. I like it. You think you know Gilbert? <laughs> you, <laughs> you never did. I'm <laughs> well, looking forward to Raw tonight now. Yeah, it's going to be rubbish, man. All uh, right, let's look. Let's, let's know your thoughts ahead of Man and Hour Al on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, watch there. You can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at M. Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Uh, we've already reviewed SmackDown and AW Rampage earlier on today. And we'll be back reviewing Raw tomorrow. So if you subscribe, this will drop straight into your feed as soon as it is released. Um, and if you haven't done so already, still time to submit a five-star review review for uh, us to review instead of a god-awful raw segment. Short, crap, wrestling-related, you know the deal by now. Just uh, leave us a five-star review on iTunes to submit that. But for now, this has been the Raw Preview. My thanks to Michael Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.